Welcome back, everyone, to the podcast for The Love of Cinema, a movie podcast where our motto is, we just hope it doesn't suck. This episode 322B, thank you, the second episode for the week, we will now discuss our thoughts on Last of Us with emphasis on the last episode and basic thoughts over the entirety of season one. With you for that discussion, Grayson Maxwell, Roger Stillian, and Chris Bond for the episode discussing Scream 6, including the whole Box Office Breakdown, what streaming, trailer talk, check out episode 322A, posted on Tuesday, 321. Well, guys, we have come to the end of The Last of Us Adaption on HBO Max. And it's yes. it's been quite a ride, quite a faithful ride, I, I, I will say. And I've been, yes. for the most part, very pleased with how this came out. Okay. Uh, so, like, for me, just to put this out there, it felt very good to have something to look forward to every week to watch. Because, uh, like, House of Dragon was kind of that, but I, like, if I missed an episode or two, I didn't really care. I caught up with it on HBO, and it it didn't feel the same as watching this. This was something new, but high quality, and exactly what I was looking for to scratch an itch for, like, an episodic thing to watch for me. So, it felt very good for me to have something to look forward to. Like, I had this kind of content that I wanted. So, I, I really enjoyed watching The Last of Us for even just that reason alone. I agree. It's... It's also incredibly high production value television. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say oh, yeah. television loosely because it's. I mean, it is episodic, but it's, man, it's it's every bit up there with like production value of a of a, even a huge budget feature. It's mm-hmm. just the details impressive. The 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 amount of detail with respect to where the game went is impressive. Mm-hmm. Although I think as it went on, that may have been a hamper more than it was, or that may have been a hindrance. Excuse me, more than it was a help. But I have my points on that. But yeah, yeah, uh, Roger. What about you? So I mean, I was happy to have something to watch. Like Chris said, it was a very good, filled a nice niche. Um, it was nice too uh, having people experience The Last of Us. People that I know have never played the video game. I'm one of those to have an idea of what it was yeah. like. And also, you know, it was. I found it relatively easy to avoid spoilers. Yeah, which yeah. was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I was kind of prepared to to run into some because obviously I, I have played the game and yeah. I, I knew a little bit of what was going to happen and you know the stuff where they did change away from the game a little bit was okay too like I think it all fits inside of a world to make something that was a video game probably be the best video game adaptation adaptation we have ever seen in any real medium yep. um, so that in itself is an achievement and look this should be the fucking hallmark precedent of if you want to drive something new a new ip for um tv or media like this this is your bar yeah like listen it doesn't have to be better than last of us right because listen this is very good and over the over the whole scale but it can be done if you put the money into it and fucking try yeah so like (laughs) so there's a couple points on that uh the first point is you say like put money into it and try the, I think the main advantage that they had going into this is that, you know, you know, and Grayson, you can also test this, is the game creator was a part of the process yes. in a big way. Mm-hmm. That is, I think that's extremely important in this. And while you don't need the game creators or the story writers of any future project that someone wants to work on that comes from its, its roots in video games mm-hmm. or story there, you don't need to have that much, but you need to have people that care about it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, up until like you know, in recent years, it, it's just a possibility. It's just a possibility for money is all that these studios see. Instead of, instead of 
you know, the possibility for some money with passion behind it. I think that's the thing that it's always missing. It's missing mm-hmm. that passion. We said it with Halo. It's like yep. the best example. No one that built that really gave a damn about it. And nope. you could tell by the way it was, it was created. It's a turd. And the things they did, like it, they bastardized the, the lore of what that, of what the fans of that live. And they're, they're banking on an built an audience to make them money. But when you don't respect that audience, you're not going to get your money out of it. Mm-hmm. And the difference here is that they had someone extremely close to the project probably in the biggest way you can you can land on passionate about the work and really recreating it for people that want to see it on the screen mm-hmm. some of these guys making these games probably wanted probably first thought about you know a movie they wanted to write or or a tv show they wanted to write but the game was their avenue for it so they got the creative work that way and this is coming full circle for uh, for this team i think which is good for them they did a great job with all of this they did they 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 definitely reference the source material in the ways that you're supposed to referencing isn't even a i think the right word they literally put the game into this show in in a lot of in a lot of areas absolutely so obviously they had liberties to take to make certain things to present it better on the screen and that's totally okay Mm -hmm. i agree but listen the heart and soul of the game last of us is here and it works Mm -hmm. listen we we have talked about this a lot in reference to other movies a good story can translate across multiple things. It can. And this gives me hope for future things if people do it the right way. The other You point- can't just slap a fucking name on it and expect it to be like, oh, this is so good. Yeah, yeah. Blah. Nope. Uh, the other point I want to make, if it's related to that, is I've seen so many memes and so many like like TikToks and other, and other like short videos posted on, you know, last of, you know, gamers you know why have you been gatekeeping you know great storage for this long and it's like no listen we haven't been gatekeeping anything we wanted this stuff out there for so long and someone finally took it serious enough to give it to us this there's a there's a world of amazing stories and there's other things like you know of other people asking okay i've watched the last of us you've convinced me what games should i play you know what ha- what what games are out there that have these really great stories that i can experience cuz i need more and like they're so true because there's a lot of people that that look at the video game medium and go oh that's for kids or oh well it's just the game whereas this story comes straight pound for pound from the game and it's so good and there's so many examples of great video game properties that can translate into brilliant stories uh, one final thing about gatekeeping yeah. in that aspect. Last of Us, the original version of Last of Us, not including Last of Us 2's numbers, sold 37 million copies. So if you feel gatekept by that, <laughs> that's your own fucking problem. Okay? Just want to throw that out there. Yep. I mean, 100%. Look, that's a good point Roger makes. Yeah. I mean, but I think they're t- they're, t- they're talking about more like gatekeeping. Why have we not seen more of these adapted? And the, the, the question isn't, you're not talking to gamers, you're talking about no, gamers don't have the money to do this. It's studios that have... Yeah. Ask the studios why so many of the attempts have been crap. Ask them well, that. So let, let's talk about money for one second yeah, yeah. for Last of Us. Because Last of Us cost HBO more than $100 million. The okay. season did. Okay. Gotcha. Now, you know, we, we know HBO is okay with spending copious amounts of money on seasons of things. I mean, True. legitimately, Game of Thrones at its height was 15 to $17 million an episode. Okay. Last of Us didn't get that, but... Their scale for most of their stuff was a little bit smaller. True. There were less moving pieces. The story primarily focused around mostly two people at a time, which definitely keeps that cost a little bit lower. But you can see where they use the money to do things correctly. Because listen, there is plenty of non-noticeable CG in this game. Yep. Okay. Because they took the time 
to do it right. Yeah. It looks so real. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Listen, 100%. I want you to understand what I just said. Yep. They took the time, used their budget wisely, and made it look good instead of some hokey stuff shot in the dark. Yep. Listen, again, that matters. Yeah. Because there's been so many times where you'll see that shot in the dark CGI stuff come in to hide all the things. That happens in major movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they had the balls to put it out there on scenes where you could see everything and they're they leaned into their craft and i appreciate that as someone who wanted this to be successful for selfish reasons yeah i want there's plenty of stories i can think of within the video game space that should be told that everybody should know and this is the 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 first glimmer of hope in that tunnel that will get us there so Mm -hmm. i'm I'm glad it i'm glad we got what we what we got i'm happy with the end product no matter what you think of the series or what you think of the story and how it was told in the end this was successful this was talked about by so many people every week, and this is going to move that needle in the right direction for people that want to see the world of you know video games get their stories told in a different way and bring them even more to life to people that are fans of the works. But again, it, it depends on quality of work being done. I mean, it, it, it's not... I, it really depends on... It's like hit or miss because game is... You're, you're looking at... You're you're looking at whatever efforts on the screen coming from you know a couple of people who are making all the creative shots. They're they're signing all the things, saying yes, 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 no, no, yes, yes. Let's do that. I mean, that original Super Mario Brothers movie that everyone always loves to shit on, and and it was bad. What was what was the movie? Right, it is, and it it just it was you know you know the the they weird translation things they chose. I don't know why they made decisions they did, but like again, it wasn't. That was adults looking at Mario yeah. being like, that's a that's for kids. We gotta we 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 gotta some ad- money. We have to adult this up a little bit. We gotta yeah. you know, like that's the mistake they made then. It's but I mean it's not all like that though. That's what well, I'm trying to I mean, all well, you gotta yeah, do but, is get the right minds behind the project. Well, we talked about this once before when we first started watching this, was like I brought up Sonic the Hedgehog. Two very successful movies, made yep. tons of money, and are decent movies you know what i mean and 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 they pay homage yep and then at the same time we have another measuring stick in mario coming up soon you know what i mean which that's that's the big boy that's gonna that we'll see how serious people are about 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 making money with these things and how serious people are about spending their money to see these things in the way that they're meant whether they're meant to be seen you know what i mean to use your term grayson so it's like we have good measuring sticks here and i think that like this part of the discussion you know is I, i think the point we're trying to make is this is something that can be done. We've now seen it in multiple forms. We've seen it in a high budget form now with this, and we're going to in a TV episodic version. And now we're going to see it in a big budget, big movie, budget, the movie. biggest possible budget movie we're going to see for this probably coming up in the next in the next couple of weeks. Sonic's probably like like that that medium medium to high tier. What you know what we experienced so far. Mario is the big one, and in the TV space, this is probably the biggest we're going to see for a while. But this is open doors, I think, which is, I think, very healthy for what kind of stories we can get in the future. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm happy that we got what we did. Well, I mean, the I am very happy with how it is. Mario will be a good measuring stick just to see. Because, listen, we, we have talked about it on the show. We believe that Mario is going to be very good financially. Like, mm-hmm. we were talking legitimately that it should be a billion-dollar movie, and I still stand behind that. Yep, same. Actually, the more of I see of it, the more sure I become <laughs> that <laughs> that it, it should be All something. All like, paying out some bets. That's right, some Wendy's up in here. I cannot dog. wait. <laughs> but having Last of Us be successful the way that it is, it really is nice. Now, listen, is this show perfect? I, I, oh. don't, I don't think that it is. No. However, 
the mistakes that it makes are completely okay. Yeah. Because even the best stuff we've ever watched on TV, not every episode's a winner, right? No. Like there's it, bad episodes of Game of Thrones. Exactly, right? Not everything even is, excluding the last season. Up to that there's still bad some bad episodes. Sure. I mean, listen, there are very few TV shows that get everything right. Like small things like Breaking Bad being the exception where every episode stood on its own is some okay. of the best stuff. I mean, that's that's the best example I ever I can ever have. Listen, yeah, every yeah. episode of like the all the seasons of Breaking Bad, every one of them is like a nine or a ten. Every fucking episode, mm-hmm. and this isn't quite there yet. But man, it's close. Yeah. Like, I think once they refine this, because how now they see. So listen, it's going to be a minimum of year, probably two years before we get another another season yeah. of this. So mm-hmm. I think the changes in the way that they go about it, I think it'll improve oh, next yeah. time around. So oh, yeah. I think that that's well, good. I, th- I think they'll get a bigger budget. An even bigger budget. Yeah, you know I, I mean? a couple million more per episode probably is, yeah. is correct. Probably 150 total if they did another nine or ten episode season. Yeah, I think so. Now, Grayson, I know you have some some things you want to you want to talk about here, right? Stuff that you didn't necessarily oh, yeah. enjoy, right? I do. Well, so I, I, do, I, I, I do. But for, first, it requires diving into. I mean, the series as a whole, but you know, with respect and, and emphasis to the the, the last episodes. We, okay. We, well, so, so we talked about so the let, early two episodes. Okay. Yeah. Well, let, let's 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 save that then. And I think this leads naturally into a good point of like across the series, and then we can get to the last episode and like wrap okay, up. You okay. Okay. With the season, I think with respect to the entire series, what are like what are a couple of things that we that we liked about like encompassing the whole thing, and some things we we didn't like about it? Because like we said, it's not perfect either, right? So it, like it's it's far from perfect. But. It, it is far from perfect. So like I'll, I'll lead into something that like across the series, I think was a was a pain point. We didn't get enough of 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 the zombies, quote unquote. I think because like I think after Kentucky, you don't you see two for the no, rest. Not of the a whole lot. Yeah, you but see here's, two. Here, here, here's, thing. here's the thing. Here's the thing where, where that where like, but in in they're not the problem. Like Walking it's always Dead, people. It's no, the no. people are the even in the game. The zombies are there. It's no longer the people are the problem. I get that, but at the same time, I've I've seen some clips of Last of Us where you're like in some sewers, like in, in like sewers fighting some zombies. That seems terrifying. You know what I mean? In the dark, you get a flashlight, these things come running at you. Well, okay. I think they could have used some of that in this. And and I know, you know, just like in every apocalypse story, the people suck and they're the problem. But at the same time, like I don't feel the presence of the of of the what is it the the quadriceps quadriceps quadriceps. I don't feel the presence of the quadriceps in this in this show after Kentucky at all. So I think that was kind of a negative. Now, did it kill the show? No, obviously I watched the whole damn thing. And I liked <laughs> it, but I think that, you know, as, as a, as a negative I can throw at it is I think you need to feel like you're in that world. Still, there's gotta be something to remind you of it. And there just wasn't after that point on. And I think it could have used more. That's like one of my, you know, that's one of my negatives. Well, okay. okay. I, let me, let me just, if I could have one second to respond to that is I can yeah. see where you're thinking that. However, yeah. that's one of the, that's one of the differences that has to be made. I think from translating from a game medium to a, an episodic or a film medium is once you show they exist, they're there. The, everything you're doing in the game, like with the, the puzzles with the zombies and like finding ways to get around large hordes and stuff. That's all filler content. Anyway, that's just getting yeah. you from, part a to point to part b i mean the real stakes like the of the nine episodes episode eight dealing with ellie and bill that's the crux of the game is i mean i the game was really good about was really good about downplaying this yet always giving you a purpose always i mean joel's always like i mean he never came out and said it like ellie you're 14 
in a world with a bunch of men with no governments and no and no law. Well, you yeah, cannot be you cannot be taken by men. Horrible yeah, well, things get... will happen to you. But that's that that's the thing. We, I don't think you are getting it because like the zombies were not the issue after the first few hours of the game. I, I understand. What I'm saying is I think they could have delivered the the importance of episode eight while still seeing two two more fungus zombies along okay, the way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's you're, all, that's you're, all you're right. Though. Now that I'm thinking about it, we really didn't see much after that. That's what the... I mean. Yeah, like, like, like I don't need there to be like a, like a whole episode or like that be everywhere, but I need like, you know, like two or three more scenes with a zombie in it. You know what I mean? That's well, it. It's all masking. Well, see, this is, I think, exactly what I didn't want them to do was... I when when I know when we originally talked about the first two episodes, mm-hmm. we talked about how are they going to package each season. I was like, there is no way as good as it is right now that season one ends with the lie, which it does. It ends in the same way. It does. Mm-hmm. Did everything with the fireflies is everything correct? Did you did you lie yeah. to me about? It? And then it cut black. Last of Us. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was like, <laughs> there's too much to explore here. There's too much you cannot i would have said three seasons at the end of season three is the lie okay i got you which which, which that's why they couldn't do more of what you wanted because there just simply wasn't time that's i mean i like i said i think i just need three scenes three sightings of these things you know what i mean again i just wanted to feel like they were like be reminded that they have a presence presence in this world world, you know what i mean because it it, it is it's what forced humanity to be what it is at this point Mm -hmm. so i mean Right now, it seems like everybody's got a pretty good lockdown on the whole fungus thing. You know what I mean? Who cares if you have a kid? Well, it's true. That's been, true. It's been 20-plus years, though. So I get it. They're not the biggest threat anymore. I mean, I, so I understand. Yeah, I, yeah. Now, that being said, I completely agree with you mm-hmm. with what you said. Yeah, you don't see a whole lot. Yeah. No. So it is what it is. But, like, okay, so like that, that's my negative. I think my big positive across this whole thing is is that, you know, and Gracie, you may disagree with me here as well, but, like, I liked the the story they told between these two characters and I could see the way at episode eight at the end of it and episode all of episode nine, I could see the line they drew through every episode. Like it all, like it all came together. And like, we talked about episode three uh, before we started talking uh, recording, but like, Mm -hmm. like the, like there's, there's a correlation between the story they told at episode three, apart from it being just a great goddamn episode but like, and then the way this this like episode nine happens, and the choices that are made between people that love each other is yep. like period. That's it, and it draws a direct line of you know, th- like two people or one person if you want to take take Bill's story and at the acceptance of what has come, and that things might be over, and then someone who just be out of love can't let things go. Yep, and like that, like to have. I feel no wasted episodes is a brilliant job by this mm-hmm. team and what they did. So like, I, I, I love that. I love that every episode by the end of it felt like I had a purpose. Nothing was filler. Everything, even the episode that involved the two main characters that were, were on the, were on the ride with came to a full circle in my mind. And I really appreciate that with the, within the writing. I don't, I, I think I can agree with you that maybe the bill episode wasn't, but the ride, the, the left behind DLC episode with, with Riley and Ellie, was 100% filler. There, there, we didn't learn anything new in that episode, did we? We didn't learn anything new, but well, here's the thing I, as someone who didn't play the game, the connection that I made, you get to see her get bit. You get, well, you get that, so you get, you get to see when it happened, but also she confesses what happened between her and Riley to Joel 
she finally like fully she talks about her past trauma i hate that word but like she talks about her past event that defines her mm-hmm. you know to him like he confessed about his attempted suicide to her no like as a therapeutic thing that two people who really trust each other go through you, you will tell them your darkest point yep she told that to him and that explained why being the cure was so important to her cuz her best friend that she had to, that she had to kill had to be worth it. Yep. And that was taken from her, but she doesn't know that yet, but she has a feeling. So like that, that episode matters. Now the weight of that episode comes back to here and, and she's explaining that to him in a very close way. And I love that. Like, it's fantastic. I think, and I think it draws a line still, you know, as vague as it might be, I do think they used every episode to tell this story. And they knew they had the opportunity to, to. I think they did a smart thing by doing so. Well, and, and it does with your point of like when Joel talked about when he attempts suicide, mm-hmm. you know, and she was like, wow, that's hard. And he's just like, well, yeah, he's like, I wasn't in a good headspace. He goes, but I move forward. Yep. And so that's what I think The Last of Us really truly is about is, look, things are fucked now. Yeah. Right. This is just how it is. But either you die or you, or you don't. That, yeah. That's it. And if you make the decision to survive, that's what we're going to do. And I think it looks at it from Joel's perspective yeah. of it's me and you. Well, she says it. She says time heals all wounds. Yep. And he and he says it wasn't time. Yeah. And like the way that they they both like well, they, they just kind of acknowledge and it. they look at it like like they had a they, they did a great job of having that look mean like you could tell they like they cared about each other. And they understood each other a hundred percent in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that was also like fan, like, fantastic. It was good. It was, it was, they do so good on screen together that I can't imagine them being anybody else at this point. Nope. Well, <laughs> just remember every, everybody hated picking him. As I know, Joe, but here, I mean, I think, I think and then all you realize is this dude's a fucking star. He and is. Just he let really him is. do what he does. Well, see, I don't, dude, I, it's, it's, it's Ellie. I don't, it's Ellie. I don't like it. Now my great fear is we're going to get part two with, with this girl who's nowhere near where Ellie should be to, to do part two. Ellie does a lot of very physical stuff in part two. She's aged five years. And here's the crux. Here's the crux. Mm-hmm. Part one is about love. Joel yep. does what he does out of love for Ellie, out of love for his new daughter as he sees it, yes. his new surrogate mm-hmm. daughter. Yeah. Part two is about hate. Ellie yep. does what she does to people out of revenge for Joel. Period. So, so you so, have to get to that point. So here's what I think they're going to do, though. I think that the next season of Last of Us that we get is the story that happens in between the first game and the second game. Yeah, I I, I'm get, okay with that. 100% I, I, th- okay I think we that. get that story because that gives Bella Ramsey time to age up into the role a little bit, which they're going to be conscious of, obviously, the guys who made the game. And it it lets us... Well, isn't she like 20 in in that in that game, no, no, in real life, maybe, but whatever they need, but like, so like, it gives them time. I think we'll get that story because when you have a guy like Pedro Pascal, you don't let him go. He's star power. He's he, nineteen. So. Okay, yeah, he brings he brings viewership to to, to the show. He's fine. Yeah. You don't let go of a star while they have star power. So they'll they'll tell that in between story for the next for the next season, and then we'll get the Last of Us Part Two officially. We need okay, happen. so. I will agree with that only if it's on a schedule like this. We get in the summer of 2025, we get season two. And then in the in the winter of 2027, going into 2028, we get season three, both in between part one and part two. And then 2029, 2030, we get, we get season three. Only because, damn it, 
as as Ellie looks right now, I will not buy a goddamn thing she does for part two. She cannot do it. She kills I mean, some. She kills some big dudes. I don't know. You can't argue my way out of this one. I. You, it's like Scream. Some of those killers, I'd have to have a tough time thinking that they they got they got the best of their opponents. I've never played the game, so I have nothing to base off of like like the visuals you get in the game. But here's the thing: I buy her as Ellie in the world they've built for the TV viewer. Not everyone's played the game. They made this fair, knowing no, that. Fair, fair. I, I, I get that, but I'm telling you, so, she does some pretty rigorous stuff. In part I've, I've, I've also seen Arya Stark kill the biggest of men. It's fine. You can you can sell it. Well, and the other part is, too, they don't ever have to do Last of Us Part 2 if they don't want to. 100%. Well, they've, they don't already, have to well, get it. they've already... The lie has already been told. If they ended season well, one... No, no. <laughs> okay, so they finished The Last of Us. Yeah. I didn't say nothing about Last of Us Part 2. Yep. And here's the thing. They have the guy that created the original two games. Who You think he didn't have storyboard left? Yeah, I was going to say... No, he, of course he does. I'm just they saying... Can tell, they can tell any other story they want to at this point that they want to. Now, will there be riots? Oh, I think there will be. But the thing is, they can do what they want at this point. They've earned that. But I think, again, we get we, we get a middle story that hasn't been told yet that they want to bring to life while they have the stars to do it, which will lead into... I think a familiar story. Here's yeah. here's the danger with that. That's is, a fair idea too. Here's like the danger that. with that. If well, they've already teased part two is coming, so yeah. they've already said it wasn't season two. They said P two part two. So we know. But now, if we do the story in between, they really have to be careful with the situations they put Ellie and Joe because we know they both survive, so they cannot well, be so killed. Here, here's the thing, though: people like me don't know that. Like, I only know that because I talk to you guys about this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Not everybody who who enjoyed this knows any of that. Well, and the other part is too; it opens up for them to bring in other characters. True, true. true. That can be cannon fodder mm-hmm. if necessary. Yep. Now here's and the thing: can be impactful cannon fodder if yes, necessary. Exactly. The, he said. Druckmann says there was he had to cut out entire story segments to get it to get the first part down to where he wanted it, and even the second part he had to make serious concessions. So I'm sure they have lore to draw from. I'm not worried about well, that. And the other part of it is too, right? So what if not all of it necessarily takes place in between? Uh, after the end of this season, what if we get some flashback stuff to like Joel getting to Boston and stuff along? I mean, listen, say you do 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. You think you couldn't do two full episodes of how did Joel get from point A to point B yeah, and have could. it still be relevant yeah. to where things are right now? You could, 100%. I, I think you could. Yeah. And not- you could make 10 episodes and listen, you could make them fucking good oh, yeah. too. Well, okay, so which is ultimately all that really matters. Yeah, you give guys, me a story and make it good, and I will watch it. You guys saw the so episode nine. You, you guys have seen that one. The well, girl, yeah, the, yeah. the woman that the woman in the in the beginning. Did you recognize her yeah. voice, Roger? It, it, it's, it's her. It's Ellie. That's yeah. Ellie. That's Ashley Johnson. Yeah. That's hundred percent. As soon as I heard that voice, I was like, "Oh my god, it's Ellie!" Like, much I know her. I know in, her from Critical Role because she's fantastic on there. But whatever. She was supposed to be. Captain America's girlfriend in one of those. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm yeah, still yeah, clapping yeah. for Chris. Yeah, yeah, Thank you. Fucking awesome, bro. You should, man. As soon as I heard that, I was like, "That sounds. That's more Ellie than Bella than the other ones that sounded the entire season. That's that's Ellie to me. Is that voice a very very unique and particular voice? Is and her and Bella Ramsey look almost they alike, they. Too. So I, I mentioned that I was just like, "Damn, they picked that, a, they picked a good person so, to, to, so to play if, the parts." So here's it's my other question is. What if they just recast Ellie and they do part two immediately? And they, they just, you see, 
they wouldn't, but I don't. I mean, why you got such a problem with Bella Ramsey, bro? I, I don't have a problem with Bella Ramsey. I have a problem with the fact that she looks like she's eighteen. Hey, she is. I, that's my point. She doesn't. She cannot go to war with some of these people that Ellie has to go to okay. war with. So she's got to age five years, right? Uh-huh. Now five, you got to wait five years for your next show. I have five human years. I'll take that. Congratulations. Fine. That's fine by me. <laughs> that's fine by me. Hundred <laughs> percent. Because have... I mean, listen, that's all that that means, right? Fair. Because okay. legitimately, they can put a second episode or second season of this out whenever they want. Listen, we say hypothetically, like two years from now. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how long this kind of stuff really does take. Yeah, usually. And. They're big stars now, so they're busy people, Yep, which also makes sense. Yeah. Like, if we went for a three-season run, it may be five or six years before we get to that point. Mm-hmm. So, okay, fine. Okay. I mean, okay. you already mapped out a timeline that could fit that. Yeah. I am very That's passionate a- about this stuff. Extremely passionate I- about story and about what I thought The Last of Us, make no mistake, is... The Citizen Kane of gaming. I, I will not hear an argument otherwise. Well, you know, th- no, no, you're wrong. Last Someone here has never played Chrono Trigger. I have played. I played. The Chrono Trigger is the creme de la creme of RPGs, but The Last of I Us, mean, I think, takes. That's the, a bold statement on its own. But all right, he's takes, right though. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. It's right. the king. It is I don't the know, king. Man. You, it's we, always we, the we, king. When Final Fantasy exists in the same universe, you can't uh, say that. It depends on which one. But Chrono Trigger, the story is so strong. Anyway, so back to okay. Let's talk about for a few <laughs> minutes. We've been bogged down for a minute. Let's go back to Chrono well, Trigger for a minute. Let's go back to cocaine bear. Well, um, so so uh, I've talked a lot about like my positive negative of the season. So what you, what are your guys' positives or negatives? You know what I mean? Like I have the, a ton. the season as a whole before we talk about the last episode for a couple minutes. Well, go ahead, Grayson. Okay. One now I want this is a big focal point, Joel. Mm-hmm. I yeah, am, yeah, I, you, I hate him. You've been dogging on Joel. No, 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 no. Oh, just, since we started, give me a sec. Okay, so Pedro Pascal, congratulations, you won me over. I am hundred percent behind you for Joel. Um by the way, you know he's making 600k per episode of <laughs> The Last of Us. Are we shocked? Yeah, just, you wait till next time when he's making a million five. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Anyway, so okay, so also my, not really that much when you think about like the cast of Friends, friends that their people yeah. is making like two million an episode, oh, true. and there were like yeah. fucking seven of them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, the last season that's they're making they're making a million apiece for 24 episodes for the last two seasons. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ. Anyway, so okay, so Joel. You got a little bit of perspective here. Is our we pick up with Joel twenty years into whatever whatever we're calling? It. I don't call it a zombie apocalypse. It's just an apocalyptic event. Just call it apocalypse. apocalypse. The apocalyptic event. End times. Joel is. I mean, there are several episodes that I've seen that give me pause as to buying in the character. Not Pedro Pascal as Joel, but Joel is the character of. There's too many times he doesn't pick up essential items. He passes over weapons the last episode made me so furious i can't even begin to tell you i was shouting at my television at like 12 30 at night i was so upset about this when he in the last episode when he gets the better of two guards fine they don't expect it you jump them you win okay i, I buy that doesn't take the automatic m4 and takes the semi-automatic rifle when you're gonna storm a compound i was screaming at the television i was like neil Druckmann, you've lost me I don't want to have ever see you again. Why? But because he doesn't make the right choices that a guy Joel in that universe would would make. Hold on, hold on. He doesn't make the choices that you think are right. Uh, Here's the thing. Oh my goodness. No, no. Listen, listen. He's not playing a video game. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So hold on, hold on. So uh, about the last episode and that point alone, he picks the semi-automatic rifle because they are they're more accurate. It's easier to control. 
And the guy is like, what, 56 in this world? He's not going to take the fully automatic weapon if he can take the thing that he thinks will get him through that moment. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that argument. But he doesn't, he do, what he doesn't do is sling the other rifle around his, around his neck and, and put the, take the magazine. He just doesn't. There's, that happens too often in this, in this season one. Hold on. Again, in that, last, in that last scene, he's got to get to Ellie. He's not, he's not taking stock. He's grabbing the weapon, and he's getting there. You know what I mean? I, like, he's not going to take Chris, the other you, weapon. you got to have the means to get to the end end here if he runs out of bullets and they're shooting at him he's just done it happens to him and you know what he does just fine he picks up a new weapon again also why i don't again that the whole thing i was expecting i was wondering how they're going to do that last scene because i'm like pedro pascal have they presented joel they've not convinced me that he's going to be able to kill all these people to get to ellie all these people with military training and much better equipment than than, than he no, no, has. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You say military training. Hold on. Okay, we're getting to the last episode discussion now, but here's the thing. They have d- done nothing in this series except for this, if anything. They have proven, proven time and time again that the Fireflies are a ragtag band of people that fail on every level at multiple points in this. They are not military trained. They get... Over, they lose their every one of their compound in episode one. Hmm. When when Joel finds them, they're all dead, but two people. They lose their whole caravan at the church, which was the second time we see the Firefly group. And then throughout the way, we see them get foiled all over the place. These are not great military trained people. Tacticians. These are these are people with guns that are just doing the best they can, calling themselves freedom fighters. They are not these highly sophisticated okay, fine. people. I, I, they're not. Guns. They're not Fedra. Yeah, fine. That okay, is not I'll, who these I'll are. I'll give you that. But the guys in that hospital, if you're, if you're buying into this world, would have mm-hmm. been better than the thugs on the street. Well, that, that's fair. But you don't think Joel is better than them? Well, that's another thing. Is he just Joel they, is military trained? They've written the Joel. character of Joel to make too many mistakes that a guy in his position wouldn't make, and that's not even oh. grabbing the weapons. It's in that episode yeah. where the, where they drive into the city in the car. You're in a car that makes noise, and you don't know. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Well, so so the last thing I'll say about the whole, you know, like versing the fireflies in in, in the comp in in the hospital. Everyone in that hospital, besides Joel, has nothing is has nothing to lose. They have nothing to fight for. They're just there doing a job. Joel is literally fighting for someone at that point. For someone's life. By he the has way. everything to in those moments. And there are in in all of human history, it's when someone has something to lose that they are they're they're, they're most dangerous, and that is Joel in that in that part of the and of he the didn't series. care if he died. Hundred percent, it was it was everything he could. Only that moment mattered. Everyone else in that building is just hanging around, and all of a sudden there's gunfire. They're not ready for that, and they're not in that zone. They're in that crisis mode and alert mode. But he's there because he has nothing else to lose. He's there for everything in that moment. Okay, let's say Period. I give you that one. Then let's talk about a dozen other events that I don't that I can't see. I don't want to hold, hold on. No, no, no. We're, we're we're not going to do that. No, we're, we're not going to hear. But we're not going to talk about things like that because that's irrelevant here. But the character of Joel is essential to this show. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. So hold on, hold on. Is he essential to this show or essential to the video game that you played? Because that's not what we're hold, that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the TV show that you got. We're not we're not mismatching that he doesn't pick up weapons. You, that, is that what we're gonna do? No, okay. We're gonna nitpick things like that. Let me, let me, because okay. listen, that's not what you get to present on well, TV here. No, but what you're presenting on TV is people that actually belong in that world. Well, yeah. Was, I mean, like, <laughs> so, also, does Joel not belong in that world? 
Is he not a survivor? An alpha level survivor? I would say that. I would. I, he is. He is. He is that. But I, I'll agree with you, Grayson, because I know where you're going. He makes plenty of mistakes. Sure, he, he makes human okay, mistakes. That's all. That's all I was trying to say, though. Is he? Yeah. So I mean, like when people are saying that, like this is this is a thirteen out of ten. I'm like, eh, maybe not. But I'm, I'm just pointing like things I was watching it. What I saw, like we're talking about things we didn't really jive with. So I mean, that's yeah. that's one of them. Um, the world traversal is another thing to me. Time. They do skip a lot of time well, in big lot of, chunks here. Well, but a lot of time. So that's the thing, though. It does go in chunks, but... Does that happen in the game as well? Where like you get like long chunks like that missed, or is it more cut up because of the, like, the nine-episode stretch? Well, no, they're, they're, because the, the game sometimes takes leaps because it's not, an event will happen, and then you'll catch up Seasons with them later. Change. Yeah, okay. it takes... Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So but it, I mean, so seasons change here, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah, legitimately. No, I'll give you that. Um, there, there are some... I mean, again, Joel is I also the don't know why they would have stayed in Boston. They didn't. Boston's a cold weather city. Yeah. You mean like yeah. why people would have set up there? Yeah. yeah. Why they would oh, have yeah. a QZ. Yeah. You'd like, listen, if it was DC, a temperate mid Atlantic climate gets a little bit cold. Sure. Yeah. But I, I bet the cold has like a negative effect on, on the fungus. So that Does could be it? like, I, I, well, I, I'm, I'm just, Boston was when they got on the city, that's where they run into some of the most true, fucking true. infected that you yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> but, but like Grayson, like I understand what you're saying. How, like, how, like how, how, Joel in the TV series is a heavily flawed character, but like I, I think that that plays to the realism, maybe you know what I mean. And that's just me talking to someone who hasn't played the game, but like you know, it, it's I, I just I think I think the Joel character we got makes sense for the story that was told on TV screen. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't line up with with the video game character probably as well. I, I, don't, I don't admit that. I don't think it's supposed to either because look, listen, is this a video game adaptation? Yes, this is not a video game recreation. Okay, yeah. it, it is not that, and they they don't ever claim it to be. They work something into what should be a believable story, and I don't really have. Listen, all right, he didn't pick up ammo. All right, cool, fine. I I get where you might gripe about that, but at no point was that ever unbelievable to me. Well, no, he picked up a right. loaded weapon that he's comfortable with. Yeah, and that that I totally understand, mm-hmm. and he also picked up the quieter of the two weapons as well. So, like, that's something that you have to look at from Joel's survivor mentality, right? Having the big bang-bang gun isn't always the way you take care of business, Mm. and that's not his style. But look, I think the Joel that we get from episode one to episode nine, his progression is very believable. You know, listen, first couple episodes, Joel's a stupid dick. Yeah. Right. Like, legitimately, that's the easiest way to describe. I'm pretty it. sure he was still looking to die in the early episodes. He didn't. He does. Well, here's the thing. He has no attachment to Ellie until, it, it you know, literally until like episode, episode four or five or yeah, something. Yeah. The middle of the season. Yeah. No real. Like he tells her, he's like, "I'll shoot you right now." <laughs> like he says that multiple times. Yeah. And you know, he sees people around him that die in her presence, and mm. it just exacerbates his. Like, I don't give a shit about yeah. this person. Yeah. Blaming her almost. Yeah, absolutely. You know, borderline, and, yeah. And, you know, he has a believable cycle. It's like, look, hey, I just spent a lot of time with this person. All right, so maybe she's not a total shitbag. Yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe I was kind of being a dick, you know? <laughs> and the next he's making a Reddit post. Am I the asshole? Yeah, no, like, <laughs> am, is this me? Did I do this? Like, that. that's that's part of the story. But also, like, that's real life growth. Mm-hmm. Like, it's because honestly, how long does this thing? Do we? Do they take to go from the Boston QZ to Wyoming? 
a long time. That's the thing. So, is like, do we, do we do we ever have an accurate representation so, of time? Listen, we get seasons, right? We so get, we get at least two season changes. So I will. I would lay that out to me as it's like nine months, six to nine months. Yeah, is yeah, what right? I always get. at least six, probably not more than nine. Yeah. Okay. So they've spent nearly a year together, mm-hmm. have gotten to know each other's quirks, gotten to appreciate each other, been able to trust mm-hmm. that person to one not get themselves killed and not fuck around to get you killed yep. and then to actually begin to form like, a bond form a bond with this mm-hmm. person and to open up and talk to them about how you know how your lives are very different but vastly similar like those sort of things i can see like that's realistic growth i can see happening over a six to nine month period yeah and I think the game here does a really good job of explaining something like that. Yeah. Okay. Because by the end of it, no, he's just like, he's talking to her like he's her dad. He's talking to her like she was talking to him at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's, he's trying to connect and like really like, like be the, be a pillar for her. And she's gone through an obvious big deal with episode eight and mm-hmm. is very cut off from the world. Yeah. And I don't know how, how that, how close that is to the game, but it feels very like organic mm-hmm. and like what would actually happen. Well, let me circle back to one thing I want to say about episode nine for a minute before we get back to the firefly hospital thing. Cause you know, we've kind of talked about that, yeah, yeah, you know, when, when they go I've through won. their whole thing of, you know, he talks about, Hey, you know, I tried to kill myself. Basically he lays that out to her and, and they have this moment about her healing and, you know, you get this like nice, moment yeah. right where nobody really acknowledges what he just said but yep. hey i get it they're like yep and then you know they both kind of like you know you know whatever man and, yeah <laughs> and he goes you know what i really go for and he's like some shitty pun some shitty pun yeah yep. and i'm just like and right. she pulls out a banger yeah. yep just right off the bat so <laughs> like I, I appreciate that because i appreciate that dynamic yeah. so i i think that works i do too so grayson we, we we didn't really i didn't really hear what you wanted from like well what you had to say about like what what did you really appreciate though across the series well as someone who who is passionate about it i'll tell you what i really appreciated is they kept a lot of the themes intact they kept okay. they kept so many um they, they they kept so many of the the conversations almost line for line word for word now they cut some of them out the conversation i mean they put things different places the giraffe mm-hmm. i'm was very happy that we got because that's super important that's life continues as normal for you know I think giraffe is delicious oh it would be i always every oh, that, that neck beat would be so good uh, anyway we're getting a weird conversation here my wife actually was thought the giraffe scene was super cheesy and lame and i was like no that's got to be something straight from the game and i didn't find out it was but she was like yeah that 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 she said the giraffe thing pulled her out of it, but I know everybody was pumped to see the giraffes after like the episode came out. I didn't know your wife hated giraffes, right? Like I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's well, that explains a lot. It's my, it's one of my daughter's favorite animals. So. All right. Um, well, the one, I, the one thing I like about the giraffe is I'm, if I had to guess, I'd say the 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 origins for the giraffe came from Twenty Eight Days Later when they're having a picnic and they see the horses, mm-hmm. and Brendan Gleeson, he kind of he's eating an apple and then. So this whole zombie thing going on, the horses are just acting like a family, and he kind of gives them a salute because, like, that's beauty in the world in an otherwise shit world. I think that's what the draft was always supposed to be. I think that's probably where Druckmann got it was that was that movie. But I, I think that the giraffe is one of those things that the, the, the draft is of the natural world. It's not a cordyceps. It's not infected. It's just pure and plain beauty that was there to to see to show that like not everything was completely destroyed. Yeah, I mean, you know. I think it was a good moment for Ellie too, because she was in a really dark place in the of course, TV episode. Of course, you know of course, what I mean? And course. like, I think, I think the giraffe and seeing the family of them, it's like, you know, this could be what humanity can can be 
if there's, you know someone can cure this thing, and she's she's the chance for and that. Roger, I think you said something earlier that I'm sorry, we're running a little long, but we'll wrap it up here in about you know maybe ten minutes or so. A few but minutes, yeah. What you said, Roger, really kind of struck a chord with me a second ago is a recreation. I think that's exactly what this was because of how yeah. everything is almost is almost to a T exactly what it was as far as the way it looks and like the ratio aspect of what you see on screen is almost exactly compared to what it was. So I think that's what it is. It's it's more than an adaptation. It is a very faithful recreation of what we I mean it's probably what the first of its kind in in, in that that way like to be so faithful to it probably in the space, yeah. Sure. I mean it's a video just, game, sure. That's I mean one of the things I appreciate is that. I mean it's a lot of the themes are there. I think the how they I think because I know the themes are there because I've played the source material and I'm very familiar with it. I think a lot of people like Chris might not because they're not as familiar with it, but it doesn't mean that it's not there. I just think that they don't come across to me as well as I think they should given okay. what I know where they come from. And I mean this is not a one thing I also like how this is not a I mean, we're not we're not talking about anything political in this conversation. Although there there is plenty there to talk about, but mm-hmm. there is nothing. They didn't shy away from anything. If if you want to talk about something like just real quick, the the last episode, how dark that episode gets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's I really appreciate that because that's what it would have been: merciless killing people. You cannot leave people behind you because they'll just come after you. You have to yeah. kill them. You just knows that. plain and simple. You have to kill them, and that's you like think it's a wise decision to shoot the surgeon in the forehead. Though. No, not at like, all. That guy may be valuable. I yeah. think they did that because I saw something after I watched the episode, like how, like in the game, you're forced to kill that surgeon. So, yeah. like they were like, that guy has to die. Well, in this. Course, yes, you know what I mean? Because you, that's the that's the basis for part two. Is that surgeon dying? That's okay. That's the crux Spoilers. of part two. But um, <laughs> yes, but that's the, that's that's why they when he went down, that's why we stayed on his you know, head that has been shot in the head of for like three seconds of there's, you're supposed to make that connection of, Oh, that's him. Oh my God, that guy. So okay. that's the thing is also there, there would have been no sterile environment to do any kind of I mean, so, so, okay, brain well, transplant well, in. I, I get that, but they're going to try their damnedest to be yeah, sterile no, enough. Sure, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. So to more yeah. so than not. Yeah. So Grace, uh, Roger, real quick then, you know, what, what were your positive negatives overall for the series? Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I like the pacing of this. Yeah. I think uh, I like that every episode, you know, had tiebacks or you know, comebacks to each previous episode. I like I like how they made this story work mm-hmm. um, in certain scenarios where it not necessarily would have worked. Um, for like a regular linear TV show with their flashbacks and stuff like that. Cause that yeah. stuff's important here um, for anybody who's not super familiar with things. Cause like as much as I would love to say that this show is for video game people, it's for non video game people because that's who that. that's who this has to be for. Um, Cause that's the viewership that they want to attract. If you can't get the non video game players to buy into this, you haven't made a successful product. Exactly. And if, if they don't tell you parts of the story and show you things that, you know, oh, I already knew that that happened. Well, you know, chances are there are millions of people who didn't. Yeah. And those are the people that are watching this show. And I don't have to cater to you, video game boy. You know, you're already watching this. They need to know the story. And I want you to know how I put this story on screen. So that's, so I think that's the opposite of like the thing we got from Halo, right? Mm -hmm. So like, 
like you said, like you, you're already watching this video game player, but here's the thing. They didn't do that in a disrespectful way. Mm-hmm. They didn't assume your viewership. They did nope. a very good job, knew that they were going to get their, their bought, their already bought in audience, but they needed to sell it to the people who, who haven't played the game. Mm-hmm. So like, the respect to the material was the way to keep your, you know, your gaming crowd in for the product and the quality is what made, was what kept the people that weren't a part of that in. So I think they did like a very good job comparatively to like the other things we've seen in this space that have failed. So I think that's a really good point, you know, that, you know, you made there with the whole, you know, the video game crowd versus the TV watching crowd and who you, who you have to do well for here. Oh, I I agree, I, I agree with that one hundred percent. I don't I don't yeah. disagree with, with anything about, about yeah, that. Yeah. And I think that they did a damn fine job. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they did a damn well, fine job with that too. And they didn't rely on the fact that, you know, although they have they have prior knowledge, so it's fine. Like they didn't do it, any of that, which is yeah. I think mm-hmm. incredible and very commendable for for them because they could have easily done that. So yeah. one thing I want to put in perspective because Last of Us is a huge hit, right? Last of Us has room for growth, yep. significant growth. Um, during the finale and what has been up until, I guess, a few days ago, um, for the numbers that have seen the finale of last of us over the past, you know, seven days, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So it, it has about eight and a half million viewers, which is a great number. Mm -hmm. I want to put something in perspective for you too. house of the dragon, which we all agree. We all enjoyed it, but it wasn't the strongest storylines we've ever gotten. True. About 30 million people watched Watched the finale okay so even by hbo's own success that's three and a half to one you know what i mean yeah so last of us wasn't meant to replace something like that it's Mm -hmm. meant to be a supplement to it so last of us has if they want it to be something big and strong and Mm -hmm. you know hbo excellent they would want to get more people to come in and watch it the problem with last of us and not this is not a shot on the show. The problem with Last of Us is Last of Us is fucking depressing, right? Yeah, it legitimately is. It doesn't have the draw of something like a fantasy element show like House of Dragon, Game of Thrones, where listen, you get big badass dragons, and you get one of the other things that the show has none of has a like House of the Dragon has a lot of sex stuff in it, which really does drive viewership for a lot of people. Um, thankfully, Last of Us doesn't have any of that because, ooh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I think HBO is very happy with how this has gone, but they would also look at this and be like, hey, we get, we can do better than this. Well, and- so, uh, HBO isn't afraid to build something. That no, they're, that. they're sure not. And I think, so I just looked it up, uh, Game of Thrones season one finale had like almost 20 million viewers. So, so that, that, that even back then off of something that was doubled. building, that's doubled. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're right. They do have room. But here's the thing. I think they knew this was going to be a different kind of sell. It, is, it is. I think though, when we get to season two, whenever that may be, I think it starts stronger and ends mm-hmm. stronger. I really truly I do. do. I do too. Do you, do you have the numbers in front of you from like all the episode, like, like the, 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 the increases and the dips? No, I don't. I, no. I just I just have season one Game of Thrones finale viewership pulled up as all. Oh, I, I was talking about Last of Us because I mean, again, there no. there there is that very divisive episode three. So la- but, okay, so Last of Us. So I could I don't have the exact numbers, but Last of Us from episode one um, to episode uh, finale mm-hmm. grew by about seventy percent. So for anybody who didn't like episode three. They st- they kept watching and they told their friends who also watched. So <laughs> yeah. I don't like episode three. Well, bro, nobody cares. Everybody else is watching too. 
I actually think those numbers are pretty good. I don't think those numbers are so, just maybe for HBO comparison soft. No, I, I don't. I don't think they're bad. I just I just think that gives us a real reference point to you know, hey, we talked about House of the Dragon, and you know, we look at it. Hey, this is like three or four times as many people were actually watching this as watching Last of Us. So, but also, I would take the Last of Us um, season straight up against Game of Thrones and say Last of Us was probably a better show straight up and out. You know. I don't know. Like, I feel biased as hell on that. You know what I mean? I mean that's fair. You know? But this is, we had a lot of things we complained about with House of the Dragon. Yeah, true. Because, listen, it, it's pretty weird. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens throughout that um, throughout that uh, first series of the new show. So, I don't know. I'm Listen, I'm just very, very happy that Last of Us worked out very well and did very good. Oh, yeah. So, I, yep, think it, agreed. I think it's about as good as it can be. Yep. I don't think this should be the new this should be the new bar quality wise. There's not a whole bunch of room for improvement, like getting people to watch like numbers. There's obviously always room for improvement. But like, I think they made as solid as solid a first season as they probably could have. I mean, maybe I think we could have used a few more episodes or even spread it out between two seasons. But that's just my personal. I don't I'm legitimately surprised they decided on nine episodes. I was thinking 10 or 12 would have been more fitting for this, but what the fuck is nine? They also skip yeah. so much story. To, so I, they may, they yeah. may have I mean, budgeting. It could probably have been that. budgetary. I think that, I think that well, his name's Druckmann, right? Neil Druckmann. Neil Druckmann. I think that he picked and chose the things he feel, felt like he, he had to, to get out there no, to tell this story and, and get the people behind it. So I think that's what why we got what we got in the amount of episodes we got. Yeah. So I think it's about time we should wrap this up. So any any final well, things we want to talk about? So here? the last thing we should we, we should touch on, I guess, is you know the you know the hospital scene of uh, of this and like and this like whose side you're on because that, that's a big conversation that people have had so far. Like you know like like do you think Joel does the right thing here? Or do you think Joel did the wrong thing? Well, I think it's something that's, that's interesting. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing. Like, is like he's kind of an he. Joel is kind of an antagonist. He's he's definitely not a good guy. You know what I mean? But so like it's it's. I think it's a fair conversation. I think it's interesting. I think because like we all know why he doesn't tell her the truth at the end. You know, like you like you said, it's called the lie. We all know what that means. We know what the implications of that means for like you know if they do like a a one point five season instead of going right into part two. You know, it's it's what's going to be that creates the divide between them, blah, blah, blah. So, like, we know all that. I think the interesting conversation that we can have, we can spend five minutes on before wrapping up is, is, you know, do you think he made the right decision or do you think he made the wrong decision? Because I think that, you know, it's it's you can make an argument for both. Right. So, like, I'll go first. You know, as a father, he's that he absolutely made the easiest decision of his life. You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what anyone would do in the situation where, you know. You love somebody and you know that someone is a, is about to take their life. You fight like hell to get to them and save them from that danger, especially knowing Joel's history and, you know, the things that have brought him to where he is today. hundred percent. You know what I mean? But like the not, but like, it's hard for me to put myself outside of that father mentality, that father perspective. Well, Cause you can't, because you, can, you just can't. So like, is, did, you know, hashtag Joel did nothing wrong is the, is, is the stance I take. But I've heard arguments for both, so I want to hear what you guys have to say about it. So it basically comes down to which side of this coin you're on. Do you hate love? <laughs> Hold on. Or do you love hate? 
Yeah. And no, and I mean that like legitimately yeah, yeah. here because that's that's the two sides of this coin. Mm-hmm. You know why he did it, and you know why he may be wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those may not necessarily align to how you feel about this. Yeah. It is how the choice that he made, mm-hmm. and he's the only one that got to make that choice. Mm-hmm. So he loves her. He felt that that was the way for him to protect himself and him and her. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you don't like that, then you hate Joel. Like, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. listen, there is no other way to look at it. Yeah. If you don't see it that way, you have to hate him as a character. Yeah, but okay, uh, that's true. But like, like, are you in the camp of you know, do you, like, like, do you save Ellie or do you sacrifice a life to poss- to possibly because that's key, possibly save millions? You know I don't, I, mean? I don't bank shit on possibly. Okay. All right, and that's I, fair. I wouldn't wager my daughter on possibly. So I wouldn't wager my daughter on possibly with the fireflies who can't seem to co- to protect themselves. Nonetheless, the person that you know to give up the person that I love and kill them for the chance of a cure in a shoddy ass hospital with a non hundred percent sterile environment to pull out a piece of a brain. You know, in what a I mean? place that barely has fucking electricity. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kind of sus. You know water. what I mean? Yeah, no, of course. But that's that's the whole that's the choice. That's but when you're talking about the choice here at the end, you're talking about do you save humanity or do you save your daughter but that's yeah, well, that's how the choice is looked at it's not looked at as all these I different know. variables but true i mean true at, at least in the, okay in 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 the in the 2013 narrative of the game that's how it's looked at in the, in the in the show as i've talked about earlier when i'm nitpicking i might look at it as well i mean they couldn't possibly do brain surgeon in that dump of a hospital or like they're <laughs> they have no sterile so of course you you they wouldn't they, they're just going to kill her anyway so mm-hmm. i mean she's definitely dead but that's the so thing and, is like do you save humanity or do you save i i don't i'm a little different than you guys i don't have the father attachment that i like uh-huh. you guys have kids i do not i i'm i like to think of myself as a big picture seer uh-huh. in the fact Answer that, the like, question i would have i would have attempted to save as single grayson would have absolutely been like yeah okay i, I don't want to watch though and she got to die bro just say the words yeah say it Go on no, record. because you're gonna make. No, because you're gonna. Don't just say it. Because you're gonna just, say I hate fourteen year old girls. You're gonna I was gonna say 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 it on uh, on the mic. Say I hate I hate little girls and they should all die. Come I on. think Joel made the wrong choice. That's what okay, I I go. personally okay. think he made the wrong choice. But it's gotcha. It's the most interesting. It's the most interesting dilemma that they the story can put in front of you at that at that time. Because well, so, the mean, whole time, I mean it. it they they do a good job of making you think about the question though, because like someone who hasn't played the game, I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea what was going to happen. Now, as soon as he wakes up in the hospital bed, and she and she tell, tell, says what she does, and as soon as she gives him the knife, like here's the here's the proof that your that your new daughter's a corpse, like or soon to be corpse. Have a good day. It's like oh, he's going to kill everyone, isn't he? And then <laughs> and then as soon as they start going on the sterile, my wife goes goes, why would they only send two guys with them? Because she knew it was going to happen too. You know what I mean? So it's like, yes. yep. It's it's one of those things where it's like, it's, hey, some you, people get stabbed in the neck <laughs> every day. People True. die every day. <laughs> I'm quoting a very know, bright they, man. People die every day. Yep. So I just I I I thought it was an interesting piece because it's like I, I I know I I get it. I hashtag Joel did nothing wrong. So the short version of it is sometimes you cheer for the bad guy. Yep. Yeah. Or that's the thing you, is like you cheer for the guy doing doing the doing the wrong thing. Now here's now here's I mean, the thing. He's the bad guy. Now here's yeah. one last question. Then 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 I'll do my spiel and wrap wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. If The Last of Us had never gone past the 2013 rendition and just that'd have been it, a one-off game from Naughty Dog, excellent. They moved on to something else. 
would the story still be talked about today or because it got a part two and is it I'm saying is it is should, should the story have stayed the lie or should it have gone on? How many copies did you say? Thirty-seven million. I think Last of Us Part One was just fine, and they would have made it anyway. I don't think you need Part Two because everything that you've seen is all Part One. I'll give you. I'll give you a counter to that because mm-hmm. I don't think you're wrong. But hear me out. Yeah. I think if there was no Part Two, you don't get a TV series. You get a movie. Okay, and because because there's less the to build closed. off of. Yeah, yep. I get you. Yep. Okay. That, that's you know, you true. don't have to leave a door open. Yeah. But this story is strong enough from the one game to be a. Piece to of, build a, a world, piece of cinema to 100%. build a world. Yeah. Yep. By the 100%. way, there are, there are several failed movie attempts. There are three failed movie attempts to put this on the big screen, yeah. and Druckmann ev- eventually struck all of them because he maintained you know voting power all three times. So there well, there, pro- there were three attempts to do a movie for this. Someone finally said, "Hey, you want to help us make it?" And he went, "Yeah." You know what I mean? I think that's what finally. <laughs> Who do you happened. work for? HBO. Yeah, I'll take that meeting. <laughs> yeah, well, I so I think I think fairly considered. I don't think he was ever considered to be a part of that process until HBO. Probably not. Somebody's like, "Hey, we just want the story." Uh, it's some video game thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that, that's, that's what everyone was gonna was gonna say up until we're finally in this in this realm of of what we have going on. Someone finally said, "You know, hey, Drug, we want to make we want to make a Last of Us series." And he was like, "No, not a not a chance." They, went, wait, they go, "Wait, wait, wait, we want you to help us make it." And he goes, "How much?" Yeah, we're thinking about a hundred million. Eight to twelve episodes, you get to stick, and we'd like you to literally lead the whole process. He was, oh, <laughs> you know, we got some ideas, but you, you get creative. Yep, you, you got to work with one of our guys, but we, together you, you got to work with our team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Mahershala, so I, uh, Mahershala Ali was choice number one for Joel. Well, that would have been awkward. Yeah. That's what I. That's exactly what I would have been. <laughs> Would have been super fucking awkward, but I mean, look, Mahershala is a fine. Would have actor. played real well. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it just would have been very. Oh, Troy well, Baker. You wait till Last of Us Part Two comes, and people are going to have a real problem with the gay thing. Oh my god! Yeah. It's, oh, buddy. So I, I think they built that up well enough, though, to where people that wanted to check out, they're going to check. I think. I, oh, I didn't even think about it. That's probably why we got. That's one of the reasons why we got Episode Three. I think as heavy as we did because I think they wanted to early on show people what they're in for. And let the people that are going to be critics of it check out before it even comes yeah. out. That way, you don't got to deal with the crap when that when when part two comes out. Oh yeah, so legitimately, if you watched this so far and you got to part two and you're surprised how anything shakes out, that's kind of on you. Yeah, right. I mean, between between the flashback episode at Riley and then episode mm-hmm. three, they've yeah. they've already laid that groundwork. So anyone that's in is in. Yeah, period. listen, are you here for the story? Or you're here to be a moron. <laughs> so. And I was I was looking at some of the Chris Hemsworth was one of the for about a year he was the guy that was going to portray Joel. I'm like, I look, I like Hemsworth. Oh, he could have had a fucking awesome mustache. I like Hemsworth. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, me too. But like, he's not Joel. I feel he's too young for that role. I feel like he's too big. That's the problem. Too young. That's the problem with that that, that choice. I think he's too big, too menacing. Yeah, that's my point. That's the thing with Joel. Joel, Joel, while you can tell he's in shape, isn't some big hulking giant dude. No. He's like, yeah, okay. (laughs) Survivor. (laughs) That's the thing. Let's wrap this back up. What else you got, Grayson? Um, as far as final thoughts, yep, yeah, I like I, it. I love it. I think this is a great. I mean, I, I, I hope we get. I hope they take their time with season two. Whatever, whatever, wherever they choose to stick the timeline of the of the story, I just hope they take their time and make it worth my time because the first season is they've done everything, most things right in the first season. That I, I think it's an. I don't want to say it's a ten, but it's 
it's it's it's a nine or or it's like an it's like an eight point five or a nine easy maybe a nine five. It's as good as it could have been, I I, I think. Okay. Which, which so I, somewhere I between a one and a ten is where it falls for you, guy. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere Very between a zero and a ten is where. It falls. Thank you for being clear. <laughs> well, okay. What do you guys give it then? Season one. Okay, Chris. Uh, so I think season one, my the fact that it built up the anticipation, the storytelling for me, was a perfect no. I have my problems with it. Um, I'm not a fan of the game either, so I'm not biased in any way, shape, or form. This is just a TV product for me. Um, this is a solid eight and a half. This was very good. I think I, I liked what I got. I love the, the, all the character casting choices. I have no problem with any of it. And again, I'm not tied to the game at all though. So maybe that excuse me one way or another, but I think that they built the world, right? I think if they would lean a little bit more into, you know, like I said earlier, having more of the, 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 the zombies be, you know, present within the show in the later half of it, I think I would have went further for me to just feel the weight of the show. But between the story that they told, and the fact that I wanted to watch every week and looked forward to my Tuesday nights, because that's when I watched it. But like, uh, I'm happy with it, and I'm I'm excited to see what it does going forward. I'm I'm locked in uh, until I could see the article that says Neil Druckmann refuses to sign for season two due to creative differences. I'm in. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about that. He already did. Okay, well, then we're good. <laughs> um, so I like Last of Us um, from start to finish. I liked it. It it made you. Uh, made you see the world that they live in and how things really are. I also liked as a TV show, it got me to hear how much people bitched about gay characters again, which is, I thought something we were past <laughs> in television, but you know, I, I, well, I get to learn more stuff about people. I'm not always that familiar with and yeah, where yeah, they yeah. stand on things. So, you know, get some of those think pieces going on. Yep. Um, but listen, Last of Us is a damn good story, mm-hmm. and HBO is a damn good medium to tell that story. And yeah. I'm happy with what I got. Listen, is it the best thing I've ever watched on TV? No, not yet. It's like an eight. It's it's pretty yeah. fucking good. Yeah, and I'm um, I'm all here for more. Listen, I, I I said this earlier, and I'll just repeat it one more time: is listen, I don't care if they do the Last of Us Part Two right away. If they want to do a couple of seasons of filler in between. I'm good with that. Just give me good, well-written story, and I will follow these characters in whatever path that they go down. And yep. I'm here for that. I, I, I truly am. So I, I liked it a lot, and I'm glad that I got to watch it. I, I hope that this opens the door for more good video game-based stories to be done and done well. Yes. Not just done, people. Done well. We'll There's see a lot of good stories. That's that's the important part that we talked about. Like Last of Us was going to be the benchmark. Like that's going to be the deciding factor for like the next ten years. And like it, that's the important part. Is yes, you can do the adaptions well and faithfully, and it's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, in the TV space, this was like this was the test. In the movie space, we're about to get the real test, and we'll see what studios can do with this kind of pre-written stories that they can pull off of to really tell some amazing things on screen for people that haven't experienced these stories yet. Well, I don't think Mario is the test for... I don't think Mario and Last of Us are comparison at all. If Mario... No, no, it's not saying that they're comparable themselves, but if Mario can't can't be successful in the largest way possible, nobody's going to be able to in in the movie space. Mario's literally the bar for that in in, in the movies. Yeah, but like, there's no story. I mean, there's a story, but like, they're, they're just... The story you're going to see in Mario isn't one that you've seen in a game before, is my point. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying just video, just the, the ability to adapt video games in, you know, in the big screen. You know, if Mario can't do it, nobody can. Well, I if just you don't can't think sell seats for that. It, I don't think Mario. Happen. Well, you're, you're right, but I don't think Mario is much of an adaption. I, I just think it's a it's a franchise name with something. 
Nintendo would argue with you. Well, <laughs> fair, fair. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you for this longer than expected episode. I appreciate it. Our listeners. I think it's too. worth talking about. All right, gentlemen, we have done another one. This has been episode 322B of For the Love of Cinema, a movie podcast. Each new episode posts every Tuesday and Friday at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you for listening. Please check out the show on Twitter, at LoveCinemaPod. I am at Grayson Maxwell one I am at Rod Stillian. I'm Christopher Bond with no Twitter. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, always posting things on social media. Send us an email to ForTheLoveOfCinemaPodcast at gmail.com. Next week, we're taking a look at Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and a wrap-up summary of what's coming out late spring, summer, and into fall, and how we feel about that. Summertime. Summer. Wow. No, I can't do it. Summertime. No.